Yes, people! Infectious, right? Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Okay, people! It is Monday, which means you get to start your week with some chin check in your ears, people! And we have a weekend of combat to talk about. On Friday, there was Icon 5. Then there was the Clarissa Shields, Maria Eve and Dick Harry fight And Saturday, UFC 259 The bumper, the triple threat We cover it all people So, let's recap, relive all the action Alright, let's go Okay, people, so Icon Fighting Federation held their fifth event on Friday, which was the 1st of 2021. We had TJ DeSantos and Paul Gonzalez on the announcing, and Jeff Houston was in the ring calling the fights. So the main card started off with a strawweight fight. It was between Valerie Wong and Issa Verbeck. So, man, this one, you know, both both girls were, um, you know, 0 and 1 coming in. Both very fresh, although Verbeck has had, you know, a good few kickboxing fights. And I think that showed, right? It, it definitely showed. You know, Wong was coming in, um, looking to land. Uh, you know, in Verbeck, you know, she was throwing some good knees to the body. But Wong was able to get inside grab that body lock and get a takedown you know she's um yeah she she was working working um a lot gets mount right gets mount but a a nice little burst of energy from verbeck allows her to reverse and get on top Right, so um, Verbeck, she was landing some elbows, you know, getting uh, getting some nice ground and pound off. Wong, you know, she had a decent defense, right? She had a decent defense, which allowed her to avoid the worst of the damage, you know. Hey, the referee, the referee in, uh, yeah, just all the fights, they weren't the best, Right, weren't the best because these fights happened in a ring, so there was a, a a moment in the first round where they were between the ropes. Instead of stopping the clock, the referee spent ages moving them, but 
yeah, didn't reset the clock. So then the, then the fight, you know, that round ended. So we're in the round two. And um, Verbeek, she's using the jab very well from the outside. And I think her hands, the speed is starting to show. She comes for a quick one, two. One comes in. Verbeek lands a nice elbow. You know, she's uh, kneeing the body really well. Wong, man, she she can't seem to find her range. Can't seem to find her range. She's struggling a little bit, but does land a nice overhand. Verbic, though, she's uh, just using some good kicks. You know, good kicks. Wong comes in and Verbic hits a knee to the chin. Oh, my. Right, Wong did very well to stay standing there. Uh, Wong shoots, but Vervik stops it with some nice elbows. You know what I mean? Well, nice for Vervik. Probably not so much for Wong. You know, Vervik is very uh, sharp on the feet. She's sharp on the feet, and she's doing a lot of damage. She's uh, cut Wong open, probably with an elbow. Right, towards the End. Wong finally gets the takedown, grabs a mount, and she lands a little bit of ground and pound before the fight ends. Okay, so we go into the third, and oh, you're thinking that Verbic could be up by two. It might be one all, right? But um, I think both. Probably want to come out and have an impressive third, right? And Verbic, she starts, man. She starts with those fast hands, right? It's been a pretty fast-paced fight, but Verbic hasn't slowed down. You know, she's mixing in some leg kicks. Wong lands a big left, but she's not throwing enough, right? She's not throwing enough, like... Verbic is doing a lot, and Wong's struggling a little bit, you know, Verbic, she's mixing the kicks in, mixing the kicks in, which is real nice, and she lands a really good uppercut, as Wong tries to get inside, you know, Wong, she gets a clinch, goes for the takedown, but... Vervik, uh, she lands on top with the help of the rope. <laughs> but this is how bad the ref was. Like, Vervik clearly grabs the rope to um, change the momentum and end up on top. Referee just lets it go. Let's it go. Uh, so, on top, Vervik, you know, she's, yeah, she's landing some elbows. She's getting off some ground and pound. Wong, you know, she's trying to stay active, trying to stay active, throwing from the bottom, but I think the issue is she's on the bottom, right, she's um, not really attempting to stand or even go for submissions, you know, she's just throwing up hands, and you you know, looking at the point that she could be down by two, She's not going to win the fight from there. All right. So, um, yeah, basically, 
Time runs out, and as expected, Verbic gets the unanimous decision and goes to one and one. Definitely a good win from Verbic. You know, one she had her moment, but I I think this fight will give her a lot to you know a lot of pointers which she can pick up from, and um yeah, make some nice improvements for the next fight. Right, so uh, we stick with the strawweight division for the next fight. Got Kayla Haracho against Emily King. This was an interesting one. Emily uh, King, you know, she had the slight height advantage and the reach, right? So she's throwing a lot of kicks, throwing a lot of kicks and reach. The sidekick is Especially now, she's not really setting herself with the kicks, so they're more kind of, you know, what I mean, I think um, they're little kind of spaces, right? She she's using them to um, keep Haracho away rather than do a lot of damage. You know, in this first round. And Aracho, you know, she's trying to get inside, trying to get those takedowns. You know, landing some heavy shots. Landing some heavy shots. Now, she um does eventually manage to get inside, get the clinch, and get the takedown. Right? She gets into side control, but King does a good job of getting back to the feet. Right, Haracho, you know, she lands to the body King, she's, um, you know, really firing out some stiff jabs Stuffs a takedown attempt Landing the sidekick very well um, Haracho, you know, she hits the calf kick She um, lands some nice hooks But King, King's doing really well You know, with that jab, quick one-twos A lot of movement Haracho, uh, she um, gets a takedown just at the end of the round, right? So um, we come into the second round, and um, King, she's firing out that jab. Haracho, you know, she lands some heavy shots at first, lands some heavy shots, but King is, um, yeah, I think King's slowly taking over the fight. You know, she's utilising her movement and her fast kicks. Horacho lands, you know, a few heavy shots. But King comes with a nice uppercut. Right? Nice uppercut. And King hits a takedown. Right? But, it's a crazy thing again. She hits a takedown. It goes through the ropes. Goes through the ropes. And the referee takes forever to get them back to the feet and doesn't reset them on the ground doesn't like it, it should restart on the ground but the referee has them just standing and it oh, it's very problematic people very problematic but you know king hey she keeps the composure you know lands a really good head kick Really good head kick on uh, Haracho. So we're in the third round. And King comes out hard. Comes out hard. And she's putting it on Haracho. A lot of movement. Right? 
a lot of kicks. Haracho's not throwing as much. You know, King's the one with um, the greater output in this round. You know, and the reach. Reach is working really well for her. So King, now she's landing heavier shots. Landing heavier shots. Haracho lands a right. Right, she's looking to counter. Looking to counter. And that's the only time she's really throwing. So you, you kind of feel King's building up a nice little lead. Right, and oh my gosh, we get towards the end of the round. Haracho goes in for a takedown. And King cleans her clock with a head kick. Man, like, Haracho goes down hard. King follows her, takes her back, sinks into rear naked choke. But the buzzer goes before she can get the tap. Because you kind of feel Haracho looks still a little bit out. And, um, yeah, that the arm was right underneath the chin. So you think with a little bit more time, she'd have got that tap. But. Definitely a great finish from King And uh, yeah, she gets the unanimous decision It was kind of weird Because Haracho was really irritated when they, um, when they called that fight But it's like, you know King finished really strong She, you know, put her down And had her in a rear naked you know, and King was doing all the all the major work in that third round. So, yeah, it was definitely I feel a clear win for King. All right, so now we're in the co-main event, people. We have Harris Stevenson against Socrates Pierre. So they start off exchanging leg kicks. Uh, Stevenson throws a kick. Pierre catches it, fires a right, and gets the takedown. And, uh, you know, Stevenson, he's utilizing a high guard. But Pierre is, you know, still able to fire off some big elbows. You know, he's keeping calm. He's ensuring, you know, he doesn't allow Stevenson to put a triangle on him. And he's just getting off that ground and pound when he finds the space and the time. You know, he's doing a, a real good job of just controlling things, you know. Uh, at the end of the round, there's a bit of a scramble. Socrates uh, grabs a guillotine, but no more time in the round. So second round and um, Stevenson, he comes out fast. He's throwing a lot, but Pierre, he's staying focused and he's landing that jab. Stevenson, um, he goes down with a, a, from a big right from uh, Socrates. And um, again, he's trying to utilize that high guard to ensure that, you know, Pierre doesn't do too much damage. But again, you know, Pierre, he's staying calm. He's getting off some ground up pound and elbows, but avoiding um, Stevenson's, you know, attempts for submissions. 
So we're in the third round, and you could probably think that, yeah, Pierre is up by two. So um, Stevenson comes out, attempts a takedown straight away, but Pierre, he readjusts himself, and he's able to end up on top as they hit the ground. Pierre, he's... um, He's looking for a few, uh, you know, looking for a few different submissions, right? Looking for a few different submissions. Stevenson, he's, uh, you know, he's trying to defend, but Pierre, he's able to sink in that dust. He locks it up, and it's good night. Stevenson has to tap. So, yeah, a nice win from uh, Socrates Pierre there. And that takes us to the main event. All right, we've got Cliff Wright against Jason Knight. Mississippi Mean making his return to MMA. So, it's, um, you know, it's a featherweight fight. And straight out the gate, Knight hits a leg kick, a fast one-two. Wright comes with an uppercut, but Knight lands a huge right and puts, you know, right down. Right though, you know what I mean? He goes down hard, but has his wits about him. He's throwing up those um, kicks from the bottom, and he's showing a good defense as uh, Knight tries to take advantage. In the end, Wright decides to let him up. Right, right. When they're back on their feet, he he's attacking. He lands a right, gets a big slam takedown of his own. But Jason Knight, he is um, you know, he's utilizing that uh, rubber guard. You know, he's doing that rubber guard, and he's really trying for a number of different submission attempts. You know, go go platters, triangles. But Clifford Wright, you know what I mean? He's a uh, he's you know doing a really good job avoiding, you know. Um, now they go back to the feet. Knight he lands a good one too. Right, he's coming forward. You know, he's uh, defending a late takedown attempt from Knight as the round closes. We're in the second round. Clifford Wright he comes out with the leg kick. Uh, He's, um, yeah, throwing a lot, but Knight, he's showing good movement, right, showing good movement, lands a nice uppercut, Wright tries for a takedown, Knight stuffs it, and, um, you know, jumps on the back straight away, jumps on the back, sinks in that rear naked choke, and it's over. Jason Knight makes his big return to MMA, you know, go off right with that win. You know, he's not very happy with the performance, says he got tired. But, you know, looking at it, he he didn't do a bad job. Didn't do a bad job. Right, so, um, yeah, you know, he he wants to get back to the UFC. We'll, We'll see what happens. You know, I, I think a um, couple more fights, 
he gets that rust off him, and who knows, people, who knows, but not a bad event from uh, Icon, had some good prelim fights, but uh, yeah, there you go, people, there you go. Also, on Saturday night, coming from Flint, Michigan, Clarissa Shields headlined the first all-female boxing pay-per-view, along with Maria Eve DeKiri. It was a light middleweight fight, and whoever won would become the unanimous light heavy brother. Light middleweight, yeah, definitely not light heavy, light middleweight champion. So it was all to play for here, people. And, um, yeah, it was basically all shields. I mean, shields, whew, I mean, she, she really just put it on the carry all the way through. You know, it was a, a very impressive performance, you know what I mean? From the giddy-up, really. You know, to carry, she was coming out, you know, she was coming forward. She was trying to push the pace. But a lot of movement didn't equate for hits. You know, in Shield's defense is just... I think you could say she's, you know, equivalent to the female Floyd Mayweather. Now, obviously, look, Floyd's Floyd, you know what I mean? But for for someone with only 10 fights, Clarissa Shields, you know, she's impressive as hell. You know, she was avoiding, really controlling the range you know, getting in, landing big counter shots, and then just, boom, out the way like a ghost, like a ghost, you know, the carry just couldn't get through that defense, couldn't get through, and as the rounds went on, <laughs> it was just more of the same In the second round Shields is throwing out a lot of feints And DeCary ate every single one up You know, ate every single one up It's like hungry hippos here And then Shields just came back Whew. That big right was working that Big right was working, people You know, in the fourth round you know, you could see that the carry was getting frustrated. Like she started to use the elbow. I it was kind of blatant too. No, she did get called on it twice throughout the fight, but you know, she she's using the elbow, and at the end of the round, she tried to stun on Shields. You know, she the Shields moved out of the way. And then, like, the carry pushes her into the corner as, you know, as the as the bell goes. You know, Shields has stopped. So the carry kind of pushes her into the corner, then walks off with her hands in the air. And, like, she did, you know, she's walking back to her corner with her hands up. 
she did it a few times early on in the fight, and you're like, but you know you didn't land, <laughs> you know you didn't land, and everyone else knows you didn't land, right, this ain't fooling anyone, kid, you know what I mean? But yeah, <laughs> you know, Shields made the pay though. Shields made a pay, and things were getting real hot, real hot in that sixth round, because man, Shields, you know, uh, in a lot of the earlier rounds, she's throwing single shots. She's countering with heavy singles. Sixth round, she starts to put together more combinations. You know, more combinations, and she is landing punishing shots, punishing shots under Carey. You know, I mean, it, it, oh, yeah, she stopped smiling. <laughs> Basically, you know, I mean, you could tell she's no longer having fun. You know, she's getting hit with some really hard shots, and Shields, man, she was just. Pouring it on, controlling that space, moving out the way, countering, and just landing big shots. The carry, you know, she's trying to tie things up. She's trying to clinch. You could see her trying to use the head up inside. All of you know, what I mean, just all of those little tactics. But Shields, man, Shields is just. She's just a cut above. You know, just to cut above. Like the carriers had more fights than Shields. The carry came in 17 and 0. But Shields, man, just heavy hands. You know, heavy hands, great placement. The crazy thing is, as the fight's going on, the carry is still just bouncing around all the place. You know, it's just not working, it's not working, and the problem is as well, with her bouncing, she's not giving herself the opportunity to really plant down, sit down on those shots, land something that will make, you know, shields pause, make her, you know what I mean, like, think, oh, this ain't gonna be an easy night, you know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, and Shields just pours it on, and as you assumed, right, as you assumed this was gonna go, Shields takes a unanimous decision, judges scored it 100 to 90 for Shields, and the crazy thing is, right, in the fight, Shields lands 116 shots, to Carey lands 31, I mean, that really says it all, and with the win, you know what I mean, with the win, Shields picks up the carries IBF belt, and the vacant WBA belt, to add to her already owned WBC and WBO, which means, people, this means that Clarissa Shields is the first and I don't mean first female, I mean first, first fighter to be the undisputed champion in two divisions, two divisions, you know, she um, 
holds the four major belts in the middleweight and now in the light middleweight. So, <laughs> I mean, Clarissa Shields, people, that's where it's at. So, after the fight, she, um, you know, she called for a fight with Savannah Marshall from the UK. So, I mean, we'll see. You know, Marshall holds the WBO belt, right? But, um, I don't know, man. I, like, Marshall got a decision over Shields and the only person to beat Shields in the amateurs. But, I mean, Shields just looks unstoppable. Right, looks unstoppable. So, uh, man, who who's next? I don't know, but I don't. <laughs> you mean I don't envy him? Do not envy him. And also, Shields will be making her debut in MMA. But she's uh, gonna be fighting under the PFL banner and looking to make her debut in June. So, um, yeah, that really rounds out all the action on Saturday night, people. Okay, so Saturday night. This is the one we've all been waiting for, people. We've had some great pay-per-views already this year. But UFC 259, 15 fights. 15 fights, and they all stuck, <laughs> you know, they all stuck, how crazy is that, and three title fights to finish off the card, Bruce Buffer was doing his thing, you know what I mean, and we had on the desk, John Anik, Joe Rogan, and Daniel Cormier, and people, after last week's event, which, you know, fights were good, we had nine fights, only one finish, right, on this card, we had eight finishes, you know, we started out five back-to-back, you know what I mean, how crazy is that, eight finishes, right, there was six decisions, and a one disqualification. Yes. Yes, people. Oh, well, I actually, there was five decisions, one draw, one disqualification. Yeah. Was there a draw? No, no, the draw was last week. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, as you can imagine, people, there was controversy. There was controversy. There was shocks. It was craziness. It was UFC 259, people. And it all started off with the first of the bantamweight fights. Right? With the title on the line. Yeah, they threw on a few bantamweight fights on the card. And they delivered, people. They delivered. So, it started out with Mario Batista against Trevin Jones. You know? Um, and, yeah, Jones coming in. This is his second UFC fight. But the first. Ugh, taken away. That win taken away due to weed. Right? Which is crazy. And especially the fact he took the fight on two days' notice. 
two days notice, had a crazy comeback against someone who they are calling the new Khabib, crazy comeback, second round win, (sighs) so can he do it again, that is the question, they definitely did not waste any time, met in the centre, they're trading kicks and punches, Jones Gets a clinch against the tr- the cage. And he is landing a lot of really good knees to the body. Really good knees to the body against Batista. Right? Batista, he's not, you know, he's not here just to make up numbers. No, no, no. He's throwing a lot of good kicks to the body. And you think, why is he going for the body so much? Because in that first fight against Mashnovich... Jones got hurt with a body kick in that first round, right? So you can see Batista and his team watched that fight and thought, you know what? We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to end it. You know what I mean? But Jones, he's, uh, yeah, he's attacking the legs, right? Attack the legs, hurt the legs, can't throw to your body anymore. And it stops the movement, right? Batista... Again, to the body, and he comes with a really good knee to the head as Jones is coming in. Doesn't phase him, though. Doesn't phase him. Jones continues with the leg kicks, right? It is back and forth. So we come into the second round. Jones misses a spinning back elbow, and Batista comes in, counters with some stiff shots. Oof. Was looking dicey, but Jones, you know what I mean? Unfazed, uncorks an uppercut. Not quite an Ungano uppercut, but people, the uppercut did the job. Batista goes down, and Jones follows up with some hammer fists. It is over, and Trevon Jones gets his first win in the UFC and second. Second round stoppage. Great things from Batista, man. Great things from Batista. So from there, people, we move up to the lightweight division. We've got Elon Cruz against Urs Medic. Right? It was a uh, yeah clash of the contender series, Dana White contender series alums. Right? And um, yeah. For someone, right, whose nickname is The Doctor, Urus Medic, he he was not showing a good bedside manner, people, because he came out looking to put all hell on Cruz, right? He clips Cruz with a hook to the head. Cruz, he's, I mean, he's wobbly. He's wobbly, but got to give it to Cruz, you know, because he's trying to keep his wits foot together, and he goes for a takedown, Medic though, he ain't having it, he stuffs the takedown, landing elbows and shots, Cruz, he's, he looks fucked, he looks fucked, and Medic bundles him over, landing, oi, so many shots, so many shots, and, I mean, listen, Mark Smith, yes, he probably stopped that fight late. Probably stopped that fight late. But 
you can see what Smith's trying to do, right? Because Cruz kept on moving. Every time it looked like Smith was going to come in and stop it, Cruz would move. So Smith was trying to give him in just, you know, all opportunities to come back, right? To come back, but, man, Cruz didn't have it. Cruz didn't have it. And that's not on him. It's just medic hitting with so many friggin' hard shots, you know what I mean? But eventually it was stopped, and the U.S. medic whew, made a superb debut to the UFC. And, man, the U.S. medic was ecstatic. He was ecstatic. And just geeking out with his interview with uh, Joe Rogan. It was hilarious. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, I'm so pleased to meet you. Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and ends the uh, ends the interview with the classic trains all day, Joe Rogan by night, all day. <laughs> Man, it was just you know I mean? it was just nice to see. You mean someone that was man so happy. So happy to be there, so happy to get the win. He was just happy. You know what I mean? Jones he was mad happy after his fight as well. It, it, it's just nice. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just nice. So, after that, people, two stoppages, we go... Well, we drop down to the ladies' strawweight division. And we had two snipers here. Two Brazilians trying to, uh, you know what I mean? Put the pain and make a name. Right? We had Lavina Souza, former Invicta strawweight champion. Right, who was 14 and 2 going against Amanda Limas, who's 8 and 1. Right, very tough opponents, but people, this fight, right? Limas comes out like a um, man, what was in the Jurassic Park? Raptors, I think it's the Raptors, right? But she's stalking Sosa. I mean, Lemus comes out, she's stalking them, backs Sosa up against the fence, and lands a jab, oh my gosh, lands a jab and a left hook, oh, sharp as hell, and then comes with a right that just puts Sosa down, puts her down, man, it was dirty, it was fucking dirty, right, now, Lemus, she goes for a front choke, goes for a front choke, but then it's just like, eh, you know what, fuck it, then decides to land some shots, land some shots, but give her credit, Sosa, you know what I mean, she's like, okay, what can I do, and she goes for a leg lock, goes for a leg lock, which forces Lemus to try and extricate herself, giving Sosa the opportunity to stand, right, so um, they're back on their feet, Lemos, that that sniper, that sniper in her doesn't stop. And she, boom, another jab on the chin. Sosa crashes down and the referee is like, yeah, that's it. We are done, people. We are done. Which is, it's insane, right? It is insane. And in this fight, right... No one, you can't call anyone scared 
for having the fortitude to step into that cage and fight each other. But the look on Sosa's face when she goes down the first time, it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just like she couldn't believe the power that was coming at her. Amanda Lemos is dangerous. It's going to be real interesting to see who she goes up against. Because, you know, Lavina Sosa is tough. Her nickname's the Brazilian gangster. You know what I mean? So she ain't done. But, god damn, it just shows that Amanda Lemos, she going to be a problem, people. She going to be a problem. Alright, so from there, we go to the welterweight division. We have the undefeated Sean Brady going up against the Aussie Jake Matthews, who, since he's moved back to welterweight, man, he has looked renewed. He's looked like he's got a new focus on. Hey, Jake Matthews is looking like he's ready. He's ready. So, this fight, first round, they both are coming with a clinical approach. You know what I mean? Landing good shots, right? Matthews is working the body well. Brady, he's, um, you know, he's coming with kicks, right? Matthews, though, he catches one of those kicks and... That enables him to get Brady to the ground, right? But Brady, hey, he ain't staying there, people. Ain't staying there. Hits the ground. He's up shooting straight away. Shooting straight away. Gets Matthews down, right? Gets him down. And, um, you know, like, Matthews, he... uh, yeah, he, he, he grabs, you know, he grabs a choke, but, it, you know, it, it, he's just in the wrong position for it to do anything, really. So, Brady's on top, and Brady, he's dangerous as hell, right? He's landing shots to the body, and he's going for that guillotine, and you we've seen that one-armed guillotine that Brady's got. Ain't no joke, but... You know, the round ends, but you've got to think Brady won that one. So we go into the second round, and, um, you know, Matthews, he's, uh, yeah, he's hitting some kicks, hits a body kick, right? Brady, he's going with the body shots. So um, Matthews hits a nice overhand, right? He, he's doing some really good work on the feet. Brady's like, you know what? Nah, it's a perfect shot, and it's on the ground, right? And, you know, first round showed it all. Brady on top, it's a problem. He's hitting hammer fists. He's going for the guillotine. He's landing some great ground and pound. It's all Sean Brady, all Sean Brady. So we're thinking, coming into the third, Brady is up 2 to nil. Two to nil. Matthews needs a sub or a knockout to win this fight. And you know, I mean? he comes out, he comes out looking for it. You know, what I mean? he knows what he needs. 
Right, so you've got to give it to Matthews. He's coming forward with pressure. But Brady lands a left hook, right, stuns Matthews, dropping him to a knee. Matthews, he's back up, he's coming forward. But Brady, again, perfectly tying takedown, right? He's dropping solid hammer fists, solid hammer fists, you know, Allowing him to get into the perfect position. Apply that pressure. He's got the arm triangle in. Arm triangle in. And Matthews, the only thing he can do is tap. Only thing he can do is tap. Sean Brady. I don't even know, people. He is looking legit. He's looking legit. I would not be surprised if this time next year he's challenging for the belt. But Sean Brady, whew, bad intentions all the way. So we now jump up to, I think it's the uh, first of our three light heavyweight light heavyweight fights on the card, and. It's the first of our city kickboxing protégés and another contender series clash. We've got Carlos Uberg, right? Carlos Uberg, the training partner of um, Israel Adesanya. He's going up against Kennedy Unchequu, right? Um, who's been out for a little while, right? Been out for a little while. But, you know, looked very good on the contender. And he won his last fight. But it's just, you know, injuries and COVID have kept him out. So, hey, this is a fight that was very interesting to see what would happen. You know, and, hey, it starts off and and Chekwu, you know, he's pressing forward. He's pressing forward. But the problem is, he's not throwing. He's not throwing. And Allberg is destroying the body. He is moving. He is throwing. He's coming at a pace, right? Lands a head kick and um, throws a left, right? And we've got Unchiku, you know, he's, uh, he's wobbly. He's wobbly, man. But, you know, he's probably halfway through the round. Uncheku finally starts to throw some punches, right? And you're just like, okay, finally, right? And Olberg, he's got a very low guard. Very low guard and no head movement. So, you're thinking, if Uncheku, you know what I mean? If he throws some combinations, if he mixes it up, he could have some luck. But Allberg, you know, he's just controlling things, controlling things. Uncheku, you know, he lands, uh, he lands some heavy, you know, heavy lefts, lefts, you know, towards the end of the fight. Allberg, he's attacking the calf, you know, what I mean? and uh, yeah, he he dominated that first round, dominated the first round. Right, so come into the second, and um, Uncheku, you know, he's marching forward, 
It's marching forward, and you know, Allberg, he's teeing off, teeing off to the head and the body, right? But you do notice Allberg has slowed down, right? Allberg has slowed. And I think Uncegru kind of notices it as well. Right, and with that slowed pace, it's allowing Uncheku to land, and he hits a solid right hook. Ulberg, he comes back with a body kick. Man, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's getting interesting, right? Now Uncheku, he's ooh, he's touching Ulberg, right? He's touching Ulberg. And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Ulberg comes with a right hook and Ulberg crashes to the ground. Crashes to the ground. And Cheku lands a couple more and it is done. It is done. And it's crazy because the problem is. Ulberg slowed down. I think he shot his shot in the first round, right? Octagon jitters. That's it's real, people. It is real, you know. So, yeah, he'd slowed down, and the fact that his guard was so low, his chin, man, he fights very upright, and his chin was there to be hit, right? Now, Uncheku, he's a tall dude. But he had a he had a high guard. You know, he was protecting himself. And he just ate all those shots and got a huge, huge win. Man. Uh, and that's good. Now, all we need is more output from Uncheku. Right? More output and yeah, he can be a problem, man. Eh? He can be a problem. So, we go to the uh, the main event of the... Is it the main event? Yes, yeah, the main event of the prelims, right? We've got Rogerio Bontarin against Kai Kara France. Another city kickboxing uh, protege. This is a flyweight clash. No, we do not. We do not have that fight. I completely skipped over Jordan Espinosa and Tim Elliott. Oh my gosh. It's another flyweight clash, people. But yeah, that's our last fight of the early prelims. Oh dear, oh dear. Now, in a fight where, you know, Espinosa has got very good speed, you're thinking this could be a problem for Elliot, right? Now, Elliot. He's, whew, he comes out, right, comes out and blocks a head kick early, blocks a head kick, he's looking for that takedown, right, against the fence, Elliot, he's doing a, a good job to avoid it, you know, he's landing some left hooks, you know, he's landing well, throws a head kick, Ah, it gets caught on the shoulder of Elliot, and Elliot is able to get him down, right? Able to get him down. It's not what the exposer wants. And Elliot, he, he's just, 
He's kind of controlling things on the ground. He's looking for the back, looking for that rear naked. We're getting scrambles from Espinosa. You know, he's he's not a slouch, but Elliot is just controlling it. He's controlling it, man. So he goes into the second round, right? And um, <sighs> I, I, it's ba a little baffling. It's a little baffling because, again, Espinosa throws the head kick, right? He throws the head kick and um, Elliot gets him to the ground, right? Elliot gets him to the ground. Espinosa is able to get up quickly this time, right? But Elliot gets him down again, right? Gets him down again. In space this time So he can't use the cage to get back up And Elliot is just dominating It's dominating it, it suppose Espinosa just has nothing Which you, is a little baffling Because we know how Elliot fights We know how he fights So you would imagine that you know, Espinosa should have been practicing his get up, right? Should be practicing, but poof, man, do you know what I mean? He's uh, Elliot is just controlling things and he is talking shit. He's talking like we don't hear it all, but it sounds like Elliot says to him, You think you can hit women? You think you can hit women? I'm hitting you. It's something like that. And it's just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Because, I don't know. I have not heard anything about Espinosa. You know what I mean? Any, like, domestic violence or anything like that. But it's getting salty. It's getting salty, people. But third round, right? Ah, You know, it, it, it starts off and... Um, Espinosa, he comes out with a jump knee, right, you're thinking, okay, alright, but just like the head kicks, Elliot gets him, trip, takedown, Elliot's on top, right, Elliot is on top and just smothering Espinosa, smothering him, you know, now Espinosa, he does he does attempt an armbar, right? Does attempt an armbar, but, you know, Elliot, he avoids it and just, you know, controls, dominates, wins the round and wins the fight, you know? But, um, yeah, that's the end of the prelims, man. That's the end of the prelims, which, whoo, they were, well, it's the end of the early prelims. They were hot. They were hot. Hot people, which is like, okay, let's see what the prelims are going to bring us, all right? Okay, people, so the prelims proper start with the flyaway clash between Ruggiero Bontarin and Kai Cara France, all right? So, Cara France, you know, he comes out fast, lands a real nice hook, but Pontarin, he's pushing forward. He lands a right hook and gets the takedown. Right, gets the takedown. Instantly, he's on the back. 
And you're just thinking, Cara France, he does not want to be here. Does not want to be here. Bontarine, he's hunting for the rear naked. Right? Now, he, uh, yeah, he, like, he, um, you know, I think he's, he's trying to, you know, get the choke. Trying to get the choke. And... Cara France, he he does a good job as avoiding it, a good job of avoiding it, and he gets up, gets up, which is big, it's big, right? Um, you know, so now Bunterine, he's, whew, he's trying to get the back while they're standing, right? He, he he's trying to get on. And he's still hunting for that rear naked, right? Grabs it, and now he falls back, right? Falls back. And, you know, man, they're hand-fighting. There's a lot of hand-fighting here. Carafronts, he's doing a good job. Doing a good job of avoiding it, right? And he uh, he's able to get up and shake Bontarine off of him. Right, so they start to exchange, start to exchange, and poof, Cara France he lands an uppercut and a right hook, puts Bontarine down, puts Bontarine down hard, throws his hands up and walks off. Right, and everyone's just like, Is the fight done? <laughs> because Herb hasn't actually called the fight yet, right? So Carafans, he looks at Herb. Bontarine's still down on the crowd, so he runs over to throw a punch. Herb now pushes Carafans out the way. Bontarine's looking at Herb like, "What? What?" <laughs> it's it is a is an odd finish, but the way. Bontarine crashes to the ground after getting smacked with that uppercut hook combo from Power France. He was done, right? Because it's one of those ones where their head hits the ground and he's just like there, hunched over. You know what I mean? It's a huge win from Cara France. He haunts that two fight skid. Holtz that two-fight skid gets the first win of the night for City Kickboxing. <laughs> and you could see how happy and relieved Cara France is. And people, a great way to start the prelims. Great way to start the prelims. Next fight, we've got another flyweight clash. This is Askar Askarov against Jodith. Joseph, Joseph Benavides. Now Benavides, he's he's lost the last two, but is David's think Davison Figueredo, and we know Benavides. He's you know, what I mean? he's a tough motherfucker, right? But Asgar Askarov, he's one of these new up and coming motherfuckers who is he's fast. He's tough. So this is going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be an interesting one. Askarov, he starts out 
And he, he's hitting a nice front kick, right? Hitting a nice front kick. But Benavides, you know what I mean? He's unfazed. He's throwing that body kick, right? Askarov hits a right. He's a front kick. You know, Benavides, he's countering. He's working on those counters. But Askarov, he is fast, right? He is very fast. Lands a huge right. Right, lands a huge right, and he's attacking the legs, attacking the legs. Askarov, he's quick, he's ferocious, he's just not giving up, he's not stopping. It's a relentless pace here. He's just taking it, taking it to Benavides. You know, I mean, he gets the back, um, and he gets Benavides down. Right, but Venavides, you know, he's a tough motherfucker. He scrambles up, but Askarov, he gets him back down. So you're thinking, Askarov, he wins that first round, comes out to the f- second, and again, fast start. Askarov, he's going with that front kick. Right, Benavides, you know, he's trying to attack the body, he's going for the head. Askarov, he's countering extremely well. Right, countering extremely well, and get Benavides down again, you know, a couple of times, right, Askarov, he's just, whew, he's on the back, he throws on that body triangle, but Benavides, he's able to get up, but again, Askarov gets him down, and um, it's a problem, it's a problem, at the end of the round, they're on the feet. Asgrov lands a huge right. Man, he is two rounds up. So what can Benavides do in the third? Benavides, he comes out. He lands a nice right. Asgrov, though, question mark kick. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Jeez. Benavides, he just missed the head kick. Right? Just missed the head kick. And avoid to take down an attempt from Askarov. Man. But. Whew, it's a problem. Askarov. He hits a jab. Right. He, he's looking to get inside. He lands a head kick. Man. They're, they're going back and forth. But Askarov is just relentless. He is just relentless. And. Yeah, he's putting it on poor old Benavides. Fight ends, Askarov, unanimous decision, and stays unbeaten. You know, stays unbeaten. <sighs> you know, uh, I don't know. Be interesting to see where uh, Benavides goes from here. Alright, so now we move up. Up to the bantamweight division. Our second Fight in that division of the night. We've got Young Sedong, Song Yedong, even against Kyla Phillips. You know, and whew, these two have looked very good in their fight so far, right? So, um, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting one, right? Gonna be an interesting one, and um. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's, it starts at a pace, right? There's a lot of energy, there's a lot of movement, right? 
Phillips, he's landing extremely well. Throwing out that jab, head kicks, body kicks. Yeah, Dong, he's also jab, lands a nice uppercut, right? But Phillips, he's coming out, leg kicks, quick one, two. Now, Yeah, Dong, he attempts a front kick. Phillips, he avoids, lands a right, gets a takedown. Right, Yadong's able to get up. Phillips hits her right. Yadong an uppercut. Whoo! It is back and forth. Action packed. Oh my gosh. Right, second round. Right, they come out. Whoo! Trading shots. Trading shots, people. Phillips, he lands a nice right. Right? Oh, head kick. Jab. Yadong, he's a body kick. Phillips gets a takedown. Man, gets a takedown. They're back up. Phillips lands a spinning back kick. Leg kick. They're clinching. Phillips is hitting some good elbows on the break. Right? Yadong, he's got the jab. Very fast paced, people. Phillips, he gets a takedown. Man. It's a great fight, and Phillips looks to be two up. Looks to be two up, right? So we go into the third. Phillips, he's moving extremely well. Moving extremely well. Yeah, Dong, man, you know what I mean? He's a trying to attack the body, right? Trying to attack the body, throwing some good hooks. Phillips, though, boom, he's attacking the body. It's back and forth. Man, neither fighter... Is gonna quit. Neither's gonna give up. You know, they're both really trying to put on that pressure to get the win. Alright, but <sighs> Phillips, he, he's just mixing it up so well. You know, mixing it up so well. Gets the takedown, right? Goes for the back. Alright, but Yodong, he's able to reverse, gets on top. Phillips, he attempts a leg lock at the close. Of the round. But, you know, the judges saw it, you know, as I feel a lot of people did. You know, Phillips gets unanimous decision and a very, very good win over Song Yadong. You know, so that's gonna shoot him up. Man, shoot him up to the division. So we are now the last fight of the main card. And we get the return of Dominic Cruz, the dominator to the division he once ruled. But it's not an easy fight. He is fighting Casey Kenny, right? Casey Kenny, very good wrestler, very fast-paced fighter. You know, it's uh, whew, it could be a changing of the guards here, right? Cruz needs to win this fight to. Uh, Really just stay relevant, right? To show people that he is still a threat. And, um, man, Cruz, here he, he comes out with that funky, that funky movement. Tempts a takedown, but Casey stuffs it. Cruz, he's attacking the legs, you know what I mean? Nice kicks. He's moving very well. Cruz hits a head kick, you know? Casey, he's uh, staying focused, right? Staying focused, but Cruz, he's attacking the legs. Hits a nice right. Another right. Casey counters with his own leg kick. He's kneeing the body. 
Cruz another solid right And man What we have just seen in this first round Dominic Cruz He has the edge He had the edge on Kenny You know Kenny was has been saying All week that You know I mean Cruz's movement is old hat It's old hat He's got the answers But phew, Didn't look like it Dominic Cruz looked to be on classic form. So we come into the second round. Kenny, he's thinking, all right, need to slow down that movement. You know, so he tries to attack the legs. Cruz, he closes, gets the takedown, right? Closes, with the ta- gets the takedown. And um, he's landing some good shots, right? They get back up. Cruz hits a body kick. Kenny's firing out the jab, but Cruz, he's, uh, you know, he's not letting up, right? He he understands what he needs to do to win this fight, and Kenny's just a step behind, you know? Penny's looking tired, Cruz, he ain't. Cruz is still bringing it, which is extremely impressive, extremely impressive, when you consider that... Kenny fought more times than Cruz last year, you know? So, um, yeah, Cruz is doing extremely well, right? But, you know, Kenny's, you know, he's not out of it. He's definitely not out of it, right? And um, he tries to grab a choke at the end of the round. But, you know, Dominic ain't having that. So, Seth, last round, kind of feeling that Cruz is um, two up. Right, hits a kick, gets a takedown, can't hold it. They're back up. Cruz, he's uh, you know, throwing that right well, throwing the jab. Kenny comes back with a right and a left. Cruz, who he soars forward with a flurry, throws forward with a flurry. Kenny tries for a takedown. Cruz stops it, counters with a nice knee to the head. End of the round. Cruz gets a takedown, and you kind of feel, that's it, you know what I mean, that sealed the deal, surprisingly, it was a split decision, which, definitely a shock, definitely a shock, but, right person got the call, Dominic Cruz, (sighs) very good win, and he just showed that bantamweight division, hey, the Dominator ain't done, people. Dominator ain't done. It's a great fight to see us into the main card, people. And right now, this pay-per-view has not... Oh, it's not disappointed. Okay, so our first fight of the main card is the second light heavyweight clash of the night. We've got Alexander Rakic... Against Tiago Santos. Right, so um this is the second fight on Santos's return after the leg injuries. And um, you know, Rackage, he uh, he got a good win against Anthony Smith in the last fight, right? So what is gonna happen here? Right, so he starts out and Rackage, you know, he's pushing forward, but Santos, he's landing some heavy shots. Landing some heavy shots. They're exchanging. It's a little back and forth, right? 
They both landed some heavy shots. But, yeah, Santos, I don't know, his movement, it's, it feels a little compromised. You know, he's, he's not moving the same way as he used to. I think that's the big takeaway. And Rackage is, you know, he's pushing forward more. But, like, neither are really committing to things. Right? So we come into the second round. And, um, again, it's a little hesitant. Right? It's a little bit hesitant. No one's overly committed. We get some good shots landed. You know, we get some back and forth, but you know, it is a bit like mm, no one wanted to um, put themselves in danger. You know, third round again. You know, Santos he lands some good shots, lands some good shots. Rackage lands some shots. He's pushing for a takedown. Santos stuffs it, you know, he's landing some elbows, some, you know, hammer fists and all of that But it's not the round of anyone, you know, who's kind of of the thought that it could be one all coming into this round Right, no one's putting the stamp on it, being like, yo, this is all me So, yeah, you know, you're thinking... I don't know, who's going to get it? Surprisingly, you know, I think Rackage gets a unanimous decision. I think it it, it could have been a bit, you know, it could have been a split, right? It was close, as, as, you know, as said, neither really, you know, put a stamp on it. I mean, the craziest thing, though, of this fight, which didn't go to the ground, Right, it's a fight that did not at any point go to the ground. Rackage gets handed his brown belt, and he's ecstatic. Right, he's ecstatic about getting the brown. More excited about getting the brown than getting a decision win, <laughs> or a win just in general. But you're like, how the fuck does he get a brown belt? When the fight doesn't go to the... It's very odd. It is very odd. And gotta say... Does not look good for that coach. Right? If you see that that coach is handing out belts that easy... Oy, yeah. I, I, I would question... I would question everything. You know? But, okay. From... Uh, that little bit of a lukewarm fight We go to the lightweight division Ooh, and this is a good one Right? So we've got Islam Makachev People are hailing the new Khabib Right? And since that crazy stoppage that Jones put on him You know, Makachev has looked very good Very good Right, but he is fighting Drew Dober, a Drew Dober who we have seen really come into himself. You know, so this is a fight that ooh could be anyone's, right? And it's definitely you would say the first 
huge test for um, Makachev, you know? So, fight starts, and Doba, you know, he's um, pushing forward, landing some leg kicks. But Makachev, he's throwing out that jab, you know, gets a takedown in the middle of the octagon, and he's controlling the action. You know, Doba tries to stand, but Makachev, he gets him back down, takes the back, right, takes the back. Ooh. Now he transitions back on top, and he's dropping, he's, he's, he, you know, he's dropping shots. Now he takes the back, takes the back, and he's putting it on Doba. He goes for an armbar that's looking, ooh, it is looking tight. But the round ends. Round end saves Doba. Whew. Thinking homie must be relieved. Must be relieved. Right? So second round. Doba, he's headhunting. You know, he's throwing out that left. But Makachev, he shoots and gets a trip takedown. Man, Doba, you just look at Doba's face. He is looking dejected. It's like he realises there's nothing he can do on the ground, right? Doba, who is a good wrestler, right? He's got submission finishes. He's no choke, but he just can't do anything. Makachev is controlling him with ease, and he's dropping elbows. He is dropping elbows. This is not a great night for Drew Doba. So we go into the third, and Makachev, he's, uh, yeah, gets that takedown early with ease. Early with ease, right? He goes for um, a head and arm choke, and, phew, yeah, gets it with ease. Doba, there's nothing you can do. He has to tap, you know? It's over, dude, over. Who Islam Makachev just looked so good. Looked so good. So, that's it. That's it, people. We are done with our normal fights. It is now time for the championship triple header. Okay, so the first of our championship fights It's going in way older, right? So we got the bantamweight clash Between Aljamain Sterling Challenging for Peter Yan's belt Right? Ooh, the tension has built on this fight for a while Was meant to happen at the end of last year Got called off, right? So finally they get to clash, and, oh man, I've been waiting for this fight, right, and Sterling, Sterling comes with just tremendous movement, like tremendous movement, and a crazy diversity of attack, Right, he's keeping Yang guessing. He's hitting front kicks, leg kicks, jabs, body shots. He's just mixing it up. Right now, Yang obviously he's not just standing there for target practice. No, Yang's you know, he's firing quick shots, body shots, leg kicks. 
he um he catches a kick from Sterling and um you know gets the trip Sterling goes down but Yang can't capitalize Sterling's back up right he's back up gets the front kick hits his own takedown hits Yan with some uh, hammer fists you know Yan's trying to get Sterling's back can't they're back up and everything's moving pretty fine but all of a sudden boom Yan lands a huge right lands a huge right Sterling he stumbles right he's stumbling Oh, it's looking a bit of a problem, but, you know, it seems to get his senses back to him. He's throwing leg kicks, keeping Yan away, right? Sterling, um, Yan hits another leg kick. Sterling goes down, but Yang lets him up, lets him up, right? So, um, now Yang gets a takedown, right? But Sterling gets the reversal, yeah, it's an interesting first round. You know what I mean? You're thinking, like, who the fuck won? Yang hit a big right. You know what I mean? He had Sterling in trouble. But Sterling finishes the round on top. You know what I mean? It's like, whew, what's happening here? Second round. Sterling, he's back to the movement now. You know, back to what was working. And um, he slips over. Right, but he's back up and he gets a takedown. Yan, he's back up. Right, the pace is fast in this one, people. Man, Yang Yan's Yan lands a nice knee. Right, Sterling, he's pushing forward, lands some good elbows. But Yang gets a takedown at the end of the round. Right, so it's just like, oh, what the fuck is happening now? Right. Now, the crazy thing that is happening, Sterling, he's got great movement, but he he keeps on turning in some odd directions, which is allowing Yan to get at his back, right? And you're just like, ooh, Sterling, slow down, you know, calm down, you're losing focus, right? We're in the third round, and you're thinking that Sterling's slowing down. Right, Sterling is slowing, you know, but he's still working, still throwing out that jab. You know, Yang, he's attacking the legs, you know, Yang, he's, uh, you know, body kick, you know, which is smart, right? If you're seeing someone slowing, attack the body, take away the gas. You know, Yang's throwing out that jab, you know, he gets a trip takedown, but they're back up. Sterling, he's getting a little sloppy. Getting a little sloppy with his attacks. Yang, he gets a trip takedown, you know, at the end of the round. And, yeah, Yang, you know, Sterling is is struggling to get Yang down. But Yang is getting Sterling down. Because Sterling, he's putting himself off balance. You know, the tide has turned in the fight. And it's looking that Yang, looking like Yang's getting the advantage here, you know. So we are in the fourth round. Fourth round, Sterling, he goes with a head kick. Yang, he, um, you know, he gets a takedown off of the kick. Right? Gets a takedown off of the kick. And, um, yeah, he, he lands a knee, nice knee as Sterling is getting up. 
right? Sterling attacks the body, Yang's attacking the legs, body kick, Sterling's pushing forward, right? Yang hits the leg, he hits a one-two, Sterling hits a head kick, then again, you know, things are picking up, things are picking up, but, you know, Sterling trips, right, Yang gets him down, and, yeah, uh, you know, Sterling's on the floor, he's on both knees, he's on both knees, Yang's standing over him, and wondering, you know, what's going to happen, how is Yang going to take advantage of this situation, and it all goes very weird, all goes very fucking weird, Yang, he turns to his corner, Turns to his corner, right? Then he turns back and knees Sterling in the motherfucking head. And not a grazing shot. This is a clean knee straight to the head. And Sterling crashes down. Referee Mark Smith rushes in, you know, and everyone is shocked, everyone's just like, what the fuck just happened, right, because Sterling is a grounded fighter, the referee told Yan, Sterling is a grounded fighter, right, we're just like, this is weird, this is weird, and so we're getting all this back and forth, right, Sterling is out of it, he's fucked, you know, Mark Smith is like, oh, do you want to fight on, do you want to fight on, obviously, Sterling's like, yeah, I want to fight, I want to fight, but every time Sterling goes to stand, he's, you know, he can't stand, he can't stand, right, this is not good, and so there's, you know, back and forward with the truck, and what happens is, because Khabib is there, Khabib explains what the fuck went down, you know, so Yan has called to his corner and be like, what do I do, right, now, he's American top team, so we've got, you know, the, there's the cat that goes with everyone, right, he's like, punch, the Russians in the corner go, no, hit him, knee, so Yan turns around and lands a knee, right? But here's the crazy thing. The referee has said he's a grounded fighter, right? Referee has clearly told Yan he's a grounded fighter, you know? And yes, the rules change slightly. The rules do change slightly. But, right? But. You need to know the fucking rules, right? You need to know the rules. And a grounded fighter is you're on the ground, right? Now, there there becomes some, you know, there comes some nuance in it if you're standing, right? If you're standing and you've got a hand on, your fingers on, that's where it gets a little, uh, is he, I don't know. But when both knees are on the fucking ground, yeah, that's that's grounded. It's always been grounded. 
always been grounded. You know what I mean? And there is no question he's needs Yan is standing over Sterling. Sterling is taller than Yan, right? So if Yan is able to stand over Sterling, it's because Sterling's on his fucking knees. Right? So we go back and forth. It's still not called. Right? The doctor is in. It's getting crazy. Because no one knows what the fuck's going to happen. Because Sterling is clearly compromised. Right? Clearly compromised. They repeat. You know what I mean? They show repeats of that sequence over and over again. And listen. This is no Czech Congo Ryan Bader, right? There's no gamemanship here. The the knee hit Sterling flush. Hit him flush in the face. You know what I mean? Yan's hands are on the head. He's pulling his head into the knee. You know what I mean? That is a clear fucking heavy knee. And... You just, you look at Sterling, he is out. So eventually, they call it, the fight is off. It's a disqualification, and as, you know, Yan was told he's a grounded fighter, it's an intentional knee, which means Sterling is the new fucking champion, right? And... Man, it's insane, right? So Dana puts the belt around Sterling. Sterling throws the belt on the ground, right? And he's, you know, everyone thinks he's going to the hospital, but he wants to speak to Joe, right? He wants to speak to Joe. And you understand why he wants to speak to Joe, right? Yeah, you know, because he's now the new champion. He's now the new champion in a way no one, no one wants to be a champ. And that's what he tells Joe. Right, that's what he tells Joe. Now, right, so I had to wait a day before I recorded this because so much craziness happened. You you need to see what's said. You need to see the fallout. And it's insane. It is insane. Loads, loads of people online. They're all Russian, right? They're like, Sterling is an actor. Sterling is an actor. Right, it's insane. All these weird motherfuckers calling Algermaine Sterling an actor. It, it blows your mind. Blows your mind. Because Yan's in the wrong. <laughs> you can say, ah, oh, it's it's shitty the belt has to change hands like that. But it's it's Yan's fault. Yan threw the knee. There is no need to throw the knee. You know, the tide of the fight seemed to have turned. Sterling had slowed down. You know what I mean? It, it is just baffling. It is baffling how, you know, Yan, he's 15 and 1 coming into this fight. He's not an amateur. He's had plenty of fights. He's fought in the States, right? So he knows what the fucking rules are. He's got a good corner. He comes, he, you know, he's fighting out of American top team, right? He knows what the fucking rules are. You are told the rules at the, you know what I mean, before the fights happen. But he threw the knee, 
right? And then people are calling Al Jermaine into question because there are pictures of him with his peoples after the fight the next day and they're smiling, right? They're smiling. There's some photos with the belt. What what do you think is going to happen? He's All his friends and family have come. All his training partners. You know, it's been months, months of hard graft to get to this moment, right? So, yes, they're going to now, do you mean, try and salvage something from this debacle. You can't fault Sterling and his friends taking some photos and, you know, smiling. Can't fault him for that. Yeah, look, he didn't want to win the belt. No one wants to win the belt like that. It is why Anthony Smith, you know, didn't, you know what I mean, choose to stay down in his fight. But the difference between Anthony Smith and the, um, you know, John Jones knee, that was a glancing knee. You know, it was a glancing knee off the side of the head. It didn't hit flush and it wasn't as hard. You know, Yan, he brings the head onto the knee, right? <laughs> Sterling is both knees down. You know, Anthony Smith didn't have both knees down. There's a, there is difference in that situation. You know, so Yan, like, Yan is, he's acting very salty right now. He's acting very salty. It's not a good look. It's not a good look when it's your fucking fault. It's insane. It is insane. Alright, first time this has ever fucking happened. A belt changes hands. Now, I, I don't know. You you wonder if they will change the rules. Because it's weird that a belt changes hands, right? And we do expect a, uh, you know, a rematch. You know, you imagine there's going to be a rematch straight away. Right, that will be the first event after Sterling gets cleared. But this, this definitely is not Aljamain Sterling's fault. And yes, I had Sterling to win this fight. I picked him to win this fight. But people, the fight was changing. Yan was taking control of things, right? So no one knows what the fuck was going to happen. But it looked like Yan was taking control. You know, that's it. But you can only call the things that you see. And what we clearly saw, Yan threw an illegal knee after being told, clearly told, Sterling's down. Right. So, yeah, it is what it is. And no. <sighs> it's crazy. OK, so Friday night, we saw the goat of women's boxing. Now we get to see the GOAT of women's MMA. Amanda Nunes puts her featherweight belt on the line against Megan Anderson. So coming into this fight, you know, Nunes 21, well, 20 and 4, right? Anderson 10 and 4. There's a little difference in the number of fights, but, you know, Anderson, former Invicta champion, you know, she, she's, she's fought good fights, she's got good fights, but you just look at the way things are, and you think to yourself, is anyone, 
is anyone capable of stopping Nunes? But Anderson has the reach advantage. So is that going to play? Is that going to play to things? You know? And not really. Not really. Nunes, she comes out, hits the calf kick. Right? Anderson, you know, she throws a kick of her own. You know? But Nunes, she, um, you know, she catches the kick and lands a straight jab. You know, Nunes, she is, whew, she's just pushing forward, pushing forward, avoiding, and she comes with a huge right, stuns Anderson, you know, lands another right, right? Anderson, she's, uh, yeah, I don't know, she doesn't know what to do, right? Doesn't know what to do, she's on Bambi legs. You know, Nunes, she takes her down, has the back, Right, takes her down, has the back, and for a minute you think, oh, is she slipping off? Oh shit, is this gonna put her in a bad situation? No, because Nunes is a black belt, right? A lot of people before this fight were thinking, oh, if it goes to the ground, Anderson's got the advantage. No, Amanda Nunes is a black belt. Amanda Nunes has number of submission wins. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, she. She, you know, takes note, sorts out her uh, position, sorts out position, and she, you know, as she's at the top, she, you know, alters her legs, gets a triangle, you know, she's got a triangle on Anderson, you know, extends the arm, right, she's got the, she's got the arm, extends the arm, so, she has now got her in an armbar. Got her in an armbar. You know, if she wants, she could flip it back. You know, she, she's got so many options. And she could snap that arm. If Nunez was evil as a motherfucker, you know, she's snapping that arm. But she doesn't. Doesn't snap the arm. And, yeah, Anderson taps. You know what I mean? Anderson taps. And you, you you look at that fight and you think, I don't know if Anderson landed a shot. I don't know if she landed a shot. I think she's landed one. I think she's landed one shot. It was Amanda Nunes on top form. You know, it was sensational. Amanda Nunes, like, you, no one... No one can try and claim to be better. You know, Amanda Nunes is walking through everybody. It is insane. But I have to say, after the fight, our fight is real nice. You know what I mean? Nina brings the baby into the ring. You know what I mean? Anderson, like, Nunes goes over. She's hugging Anderson. They're talking. They take some shots with the baby. It is, it is sweet. You know what I mean? It's sweet, it's nice It's what you like to see You know what I mean? People being friendly No, you know Heated bullshit You know what I mean? They they carried themselves well Right, so now We're there Right, we are 
Last fight of the night. The light heavyweight clash. Israel Adesanya moving up from middleweight to challenge the newly minted light heavyweight champion, Jan Bahovic. Ho, 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 people. Right? This is it. Woo. Oh, my gosh. Right, so, um, man. It, it, it was an interesting fight, right? It was a really interesting fight. Like, what we saw was Izzy had the speed. Izzy definitely had the speed advantage. And he's able to land some good shots. He was able to land some really good shots and move out the way. Now, Yan, he landed. Yan definitely landed shots on Izzy, right? But... Izzy was able to deal with the power. He was able to deal with the power and move. You kind of feel he moved to a point where when Yan was hitting him a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, you know, it's at the apex of the punch. You know, so the power has been, he's moved to a point where the power is now dissipated, right? So very, very fucking interesting. But I think the big difference was I think was it the third round we got to the third round and Yan started to take Izzy down started to take Izzy down and that's where the size came into real effect you know because Izzy he wasn't able to move Yan you know so once he was down Yan had control and once Yan realized that that was the path to victory, and Yan took it. Took him down again in the fourth, and down again in the fifth. Right? Which, sensible. It is sensible. But they put it out there. They both put it out there. You know, at the end of the... Like, you, you could definitely see, coming into those championship rounds, Yan was tired. Yan was tired. You know? But he's able to get the takedowns. He was able to get hold of Izzy and get the fight to the ground, which was huge. It was huge. That was a game changer, right? So after the fight, yeah, you know, Izzy, yeah, he said, it's like, ah, uh, he, he knew what to do. He knew what to do, but he, he just, like, his legs were tired. He was just, it was just an off night. And when he said it, it wasn't like he was making excuses. It was funny because he was just like, oh, yeah, the night before I couldn't sleep, so I had some wine. <laughs> Which obviously, people, was, you know, making fun of Costa's comments, right? But, you know, he, he said, you know, Yan was a better fighter in the night. It was just what it was. But... He, like Yan, you know, when Yan's talking, he's just like, yo, I put it all out there. You know, he was tough. I wasn't expecting it. Wasn't expecting it. He hit me with some really good fucking shots. Hit me with some real good shots, you know? And uh, you kind of feel that, right? Izzy hit Yan with some really good shots. And if Izzy had maybe some more weight on him, they might have been more effective, like, they were effective in the shots, they slowed Yan down, 
But you kind of think if you know, what I mean, if he was bigger, maybe those shots are giving him bamboo legs. Maybe those shots are putting him down. Who knows? It was a good fight. It was interesting. It was a chess game. It was a chess game, people. What was crazy though was after the fight. Costa puts out a, 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 you know, he puts out a comment, and it's just like, what the fuck are you saying? Costa's trying to throw shade, and it's just like, there's so much difference between that fight and Costa and Izzy's fight, because Costa did nothing in this fight, Izzy fought, right, Izzy may feel he had an off night, but Izzy was moving, Izzy was landing, you know, it was close up to the takedowns, so yeah, you know, only one title change, well, no, so, yeah, no, only one title changed hands, you know, and the other two, they, it was, and still, but, yo, this card, people, he had everything, you know, it had finishes, it had comebacks, it had controversy, you know what I mean, had everything, it had magnificent displays, oh, this was fun, this was so fucking fun, and, um, you know, out of all those tremendous performances, right, we had so many good performances, it was like, what, what, who's getting to get the, uh, you know, Performances of the night and all of that Well Kai Carafrance, he gets a performance Of the night for his finish Of Rogerio Boratini Which yeah, makes sense Uris Medic, he gets One for his just Sensational performance Against Aeon Cruz And the fight of the night Goes to Carlos Ulberg and Kennedy Unjekic Which, yeah I mean, that fight was great. <laughs> that was a great fight. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel that makes sense. I feel that makes sense. And I would guarantee, I would guarantee that a lot of fighters are getting checks under the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, hey, there was a lot of great performances, people. So, yeah, there we have it. UFC 259 is done, and we got answers, but after it, we also got questions, got questions, people, but, you know, the train continues to roll, and next week, another big one, Leon Edwards against Bilal Muhammad, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? Okay, people, so we are at the end of another episode. But before we go, there's whew, there's quite a lot to talk about, actually, people. So after all the events at UFC 259, right, a lot of people were wondering, will the featherweight division stay? You know, will it be scrapped? What's going to happen? And Dana White said... He's happy to keep the 145 women's division around as long as Amanda wants to keep defending the belt. So that's good. 
Now, it's kind of funny, a lot of people are like, scrap it and introduce an atom weight division, which is a weird one. Because you can still have an atom weight division and a featherweight division. And if people actually recall, Dana was thinking of doing the atom weight division, right? But COVID got in the way of everything. So an atom weight division is coming, right? It's just a matter of at what stage, you know? Probably towards the end of the year, maybe. Hey, who knows? Maybe International Fight Week, it gets dropped. But an atom weight division will be coming, right? It's just a matter of when, right? Other things. Um, Al Jermaine talked about everything on his weekly Scraps podcast. Now, what I did not know, John McCarthy, big John McCarthy, throwing shade right this is insane what i've noticed john mccarthy and josh thompson they have tried to slate the ufc every freaking corner never you know what i mean never call their own promotion into crowd never talk about like the pfl cutting loads of athletes when the pandemic hits Right, so no one's got money Like no one's calling anything else But they want to make up all these weird stories And talk shit It's insane It's insane Like I did not see an actor When I saw Al Jermaine on the floor Unable to fucking stand up it's, it's crazy, but Algermain goes into everything and answers all the fools, people. So, check out the weekly scraps. Now, after his last performance, Ike Villeneuve, you know, he got a tremendous win. And he has now signed a new four-fight contract with the UFC, which is great. Alright, um, two fallouts from next week's card... Unfortunately, Zubriya Tukagov is out of his clash with Ricardo Ramos, right? Um, yeah, Tukagov has got an injury. Also, Dan Madge, he's unable to um, get to his fight with Nazrat Hazgarat due to um, some issues with his visa, okay? But now we've got fights, people. So... Jared Gordon will be fighting Ab 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 Numamevgev at UFC 260, which takes place at the end of the month on the 27th of March. Okay, so then we jump all the way. To UFC 261 on the 24th of April. Two fights for that one. So, Arena Krimlossi, she's making a return to the octagon and she will be welcoming a new athlete in the ranks of the Chinese Revolution in the UFC. Naya Ling is uh, joining the strawweight division and will be fighting Krimlossi. 
at UFC 261. Now, on that card, the biggest Chinese athlete at the moment is returning. Have you guessed it, people? That's right. The fight is now official. Wei Li Zhang will be putting the belt on the line against Rose Nama Nunes at UFC 261. Ho, 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 people. Who you got? Who you got? So, on the 8th of May, the fight is now official. It had been talked about. But Donald Cerrone, Diego Sanchez is happening, people. The following week on the 15th at UFC 262, Jordan Wright returns against Jamie Pickett. That's a good fight. Then the... um, a couple weeks later, on the 5th of June, Walt Harris is fighting Marcin Tabora. That is a good friggin' fight. That's a good fight, people. You know, because Walt's a great wrestler and Marcin's a wrestler. And they both got that knockout power. So, ho, ho, ho. Okay. So, then, um... Couple weeks later, on the 19th of June, Wellington Truman returns. Hopefully, he's had a lot of bad luck with injuries and COVID, but Truman will be fighting Bruno Silva on the 19th. All right, which is hey, that's an interesting one. Silva hasn't made it to the UFC after all. Um, then at the end of the month on the 26th, Ovin St. Prue is fighting Maxim Grisham. You know, Grisham oh, wants to, uh, yeah, just get the taste of that last fight out of his mouth and, um, yo, put it on with Ovin St. Prue. That's a good fight, people. All right, so that's the fight. Now, it's not official, but. Brett Okamoto has heard that the next season of Dana White's Contender Series should be taking place end of June. Ha <laughs> ha God damn, cannot wait because whew, we always get firefights in that, people. But that's it. We are done. And um, yeah, we will touch base again on Wednesday and break down Leon Edwards Balao Muhammad alright people until then peace